When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, my beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley. Appreciate you coming back to my little corner of the world. And today's podcast is super special to me, and I'll tell you why in one second. But this is my little place where I always like to talk about um, things that are real and things are Riley, like all the stuff that's going on in my life. Um, whether it be mom stuff, whether it be my workouts or dating relationship stuff. And in this case today, that's exactly what it is. So I'm a little nervous about this one because I don't consider myself the greatest interviewer. And when it comes to interviewing my boyfriend, it makes me a little fidgety. But a couple weeks ago, I asked you guys on Instagram if there was anything that you would want to hear more of. And see, I got nervous. The thing that I got a lot, I got a lot of feedback on was... How did you introduce your son to the boyfriend? And what did you guys do? How soon should you do it? la di da di And then that rolled into a lot of people asking, like, you know, would you guys do a relationship podcast? And I was like, ah, I kind of like that. I don't mind sitting in a room and doing my favorite thing, which is talking into a microphone with the love of my life. So we might do this thing like once a month, depending on how today goes. And I'm rambling a little bit, like I said, because I'm nervous. So you guys say hello to my beloved. This is Marshall. What is going on? You're such a nerd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my best right now, babe, to just be me and you, because I think that that's fun. But I like, you know, I am Riley on the radio and that might slip out a little bit. But um, so, yeah, here we go. This relationship podcast thing or something like that. Um So back to the thing that everybody wanted to know on Instagram is, you know, how did you introduce your son to Marshall? Now, this was a really sticky situation for me because of the fact that Marshall was the first guy that I ever introduced to my kid. And I was really kind of shaken about doing that because you don't want to just introduce your kid to every Tom, Dick and Harry that comes along. And he was also a little bit older. So... Let me also preface it with this when I talk about the relationship thing. And I know I'm going sideways here because I can just hear the Instagram haters. You guys have only been together for like half a year. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Y'all asked for it. So we decided to just kind of talk about the things that are going on in our relationship. And I think this is also a really cool thing for us to have going forward. Right, babe? That's right. You're also very mute right now. Well, it, just kind of getting my bearings. All right. You know. You're getting used to the situation. You're used to seeing me at home with my hair six ways to Sunday and not behind a microphone. I get it. Take it in. So back to what we were talking about, about Marshall meeting Lyric. So I had been single for six years before I met Marshall and our relationship as just us before he met Lyric was super seamless. From the first conversations we met off Instagram, if you guys don't know, um, on Instagram, DM- DMing each other back and forth. And then that went into... A phone call that was perfect. Then we talked every single night for what, like two weeks before we met? Maybe three? Yeah, about two, two and a half. Yeah. So we became very fast or very close very fast, right? 
You oh, can talk, baby. I would, yes, yes. <laughs> Are you nervous? I, I wouldn't say nervous. Just It's just different. You're cute. It's a different feel. All you right. Know? You're used to being in a very different atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I can talk. People know that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely talk. But just a different atmosphere. All right, but, fine. I'll know. leave you alone. I'm picking at you. All right. So basically, we had become super c- close between the two of us very quickly. And Marshall was very much like, hey, look, I don't want to put any pressure on you at all. But I really want to meet the little man. I mean, he knew from jump, like, you're not just dating me. You're dating me and a mini me. You're dating me and a perfect little, you know, almost, you know, almost four year old. Um, well, three, whatever. You're dating me and the other half of my soul, basically. So you ain't going to go nowhere unless my kid likes you. And I guess, you know, you you never put pressure on me at all. Well, I, I knew it was a package deal. Yeah. You know, and I think any apprehension came from the fact that my godson or any other of my friend's kids, it's like you hang out with them and you give them back. Mm-hmm. You know, in this case, there's no giving back. You know, <laughs> he's there. Point. So it added a lot of pressure on me to to really connect or just have something at the beginning there was like some bonding point yeah. that we had that could like build and grow because I was now entering a world that I hadn't been in before. Truth. All right. So every a lot of people ask, look at you. You're so smart. All right. I'll I'll not be annoying and disgusting and gush over him. Kinda. Maybe we'll see. But one of the biggest points that I got from people at or questions that I got from people on Instagram is when did you decide to do it? <sighs> so we've been together for almost six months now. About six going up here. <laughs> you know the date more than I do, but uh, we actually did it as some would say early. I think we were together for maybe about two months, if that, when you met him. About a, yeah, it was, it was shy too. It was shy too. I'm trying to go back on the time. You know what? I cringe about that a little bit because my former self was like, oh, it has to be six months. I'm not keeping blah, blah, blah. But here's one thing that I think we both knew for sure. We knew that if this was going to, if we were going to go forward with our feelings, we had to figure out whether or not you could be around Lyric, whether or not you could be cool with him, whether or not you were a person that was going to be a blessing in his life. And let me just preface this by something. The reason that I, I, was able to be confident in my decision to introduce Marshall to my son early was because I knew that five minutes or five years with my kid, he would have been blessed to be around him, whatever it was, because I knew that you would be sweet to him. It would be a special thing. I just knew that. And if God forbid you went away tomorrow, which I'll chase you if you do, (laughs) I know Lyric will have been blessed to have you around. So that's, I guess, my best answer for that that I can say is, that, you know, what what time, what's the time frame there? I mean, he's also, he was, you know, three years old. So it's like they're impressionable, I feel like, at this age, but not so much to the point where it's like they're eight years old and they're going to stare at you sideways and be like, what the F are you doing with my mom type situation? Yeah, well, I, I think there's two things here that I kind of take from it is like, well, one, uh, I was adopted. So I was adopted when I was three months old from South Korea, even though I look Hawaiian. Oh, right. That's the joke. But for me, a lot of people that have been mother or father figures have come in at different places in my life. And I knew for him in this scenario, I'm not trying to replace anybody, but basically let him know that I'm here to play whatever role you need me to play. So that was kind of, I guess, the approach I had in this was not putting any pressure on. We can have fun. We can connect. We can bond. But also letting him know that, you know, as this progresses and moves forward, that you know, I'll be here to play whatever role. I'm not trying to replace any anybody or anything. 
See? And that was coming from his mouth. <laughs> but so the next question that I get all the time on Instagram is always, well, how did you do it? What do you do? What do you go do from jump? I was like, OK, we have to go do something like a field trip esque thing that was fun, that was lighthearted and easy for everybody because Lyric's a likable kid. You know, what I mean, he's fun and charismatic. You can say yes, babe. You don't yes. just have to nod. You're making me sound like he's not. Anyway, he, he, he warms up to people pretty quickly. He's a lot like me. Damn. It's like either he's going to like you or he won't. Yeah. E- and either facial expressions. Yeah, no idea where he gets those from whatsoever. But so we decided that we were going to go to Ripley's, believe it or not. Super cute museum for kids. It was fun. And I figured it would be a good way to watch. You didn't know how much I was watching you that day because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. But I was like, I'm going to know in like five minutes if this guy can be around my kid or not. So we went and... Lyric, I don't know. I think he wasn't reserved, but he also is for sure not the way he is with you now. Now I'm fucking chopped liver. It's Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. I want Marshall. And mommy's just done. But I think he was super comfortable around Marshall because I was super comfortable around around you. Like, it was just chill. And I think he got that vibe. No, I would definitely agree with that. And I think over time now, it's developed into our own relationship. But I think at the beginning, that was kind of like the setup for it. As that he was able, throughout the day... And then moving forward to kind of lower defenses each time mm-hmm. he saw me to the point that he actually started like missing me if I would leave and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, from the first day we're playing with, I don't know what those are. They're like those like metal peg things where you push it through and it has the shape of your hand or whatever. I think that was the moment that I started to relax within the day that it was like you guys were pushing the metal things back and forth on one side and then I was on the other and I could hear Lyric giggling on the other side and that as a mom... To hear your kid giggling with someone else, a potential figure in their life was like, ah, like it was, it was like angels sang. And I mean, and there was just like so many special little moments throughout the day that I'm not so sure, Marshall, if you noticed that, but if you saw that I was noticing, like we went, <laughs> we went through this like maze of wall of mirrors and you're kind of claustrophobic. Very. But you di- you were not having it. You didn't really love it, but you didn't let me or him know. Because obviously you don't want to show fear in front of a toddler and or his mom. No. But all show in all... Show no weakness. Yeah. All in all, that's what we did on the first day because it, it I just wanted it to be special and lighthearted and, like I said, here nor there, if Lyric ended up hating him and he had to be out the door because, you know, that would have been the decision at that point, he would have had a good day. It would have been a fun day, and none of us would have been the lesser for it. But, fast forward six months later, and here we are, waiting for a ring. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not really. But, I'm kidding. Not really, not, not Riley. Really. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. So, a lot of other people have asked, you know, in terms of the relationship with Lyric and Marshall, like, in terms of disciplinarian stuff. What do you do? Who gets to say what? La, 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 la. Well, of course, I am queen of my household, and that is my son. He was born to me. But here's something I'm going to say. And again, if you're going to bite me for, oh, my God, it's so early in your relationship and baby, 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 baby. Listen, you're entitled to your opinion, but you know what? This is my podcast. Um, so in terms of discipline, the good news is, is that Marshall and I have a, a very similar view in terms of... Uh, I don't want to say rearing children because I hate it when people say that, but like raising a kid. Yeah, and well, just giving them the, the skills and the tools they need to succeed. Yeah, you know? but in terms of like 
who says what and what goes where. You've always gone the flow with whatever I have to say about my son. We, we keep the same view about it. Because Lord knows, poor Marshall, if he ever, ever tried to tell me what to do with my kid. I have a very strict rule on this. I got six stitches in my ass to push that kid out. And if you didn't get stretch marks for him, don't try me. Ever. <laughs> I love you. Um, but... In terms of that, we're kind of aligned in the sense, you know, a listener actually emailed me the other day and asked me this question. And I said, well, you know, because she was introducing her boyfriend to her son and it was like a kind of a slow crawl for her, it, you know, and she wasn't sure what the line is drawn there. And I was like, well, he knows that I am mommy. He knows that Marshall is Marshall, you know, and it's like a friend to him, but still a authority role. And by that, I mean Marshall's watched lyrics so many times for me. They have a great time together. They have boys' days together. They go off with his dad, you know, to hang out and do boy things with tools and all the stuff I don't know shit about. Um, But in order for me to trust him with my son in that way, if I have to go to work or whatever and actually have help for the first damn time in my life with my kid, I can't expect Marshall to not be able to, to like discipline him. And I'm not talking about spanking or grounding because we haven't gotten there yet. But in terms of when Marshall is watching you lyric, yes, he is as good as mommy in that way. I mean, when it comes to time out or whatever, that's usually deferred to me because I'm mommy, you know, and <sighs> lyric knows when mommy gets that mommy stomp on you stop. If I grit my teeth at you, child, you done. So. In that sense, I know that that can be a difficult and sticky territory to be in. But I think you guys will... Ultimately, if you understand what role everybody wants to play, I think that'll be like easily figured out. Like, Does that make, does that make you nervous at all in terms of lyric, in terms of like being a disciplinarian to him? No, I mean, because... Like, break it down a couple of different ways. Like, If you had a new nanny come in, like, what rules would they have to follow... In terms of getting the kid to point. to listen or anything like that, so that's kind of how I took it on initially. Was we have the same views on how to like how to raise a kid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm coming into this late in the game. You know, I have no idea. Yeah, like, I'm learning as I go. But you know, what rules would you give the nanny in terms of what they can or can't do? Mm-hmm. And then you know, I YouTube a lot of stuff. Yeah, I YouTube. <laughs> no, I love that you did that. I like that you actually took the the initiative to like. Well, what would what did you say the other day that you were like looking at something in terms of three year olds and like if you have to put them in timeout, what you do? Yeah, I make if I put him in timeout, a little attitude adjustment. I ask him why he's there, and I give him time to process, and they give me an answer, so that way he understands that I'm not just sending you to timeout to be an asshole. I'm sending you to timeout so that way you know this action caused this consequence, and that's kind of the role too. Where I wouldn't say it comes like natural being authoritarian, but in my job, that's what I do. Um, and then I. He's a police officer, for those of y'all that don't know that. You know, but I've I've always been like that on the job, too. You've been programmed that way. Yeah, programmed that way, but also, like, my biggest thing is, like, if someone fesses up or knows they did something wrong, I'm very lenient. It's when you lie or you make me corner you, essentially, that that, that's the thing. But, I mean, every time that we've ever had any of these issues, you know, Lyric knows. Because, why are you here? Because I didn't listen. Why didn't you listen? They say, because... And then after he says cuss out five times, <laughs> then I'll say because I didn't want to. But he'll always give a reason and he knows why he does certain things. And, you know, if I s- ask him five or six or seven times and I'm like, hey, do you want to go to timeout? Then he'll, he'll put the connection there. And most of the times, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, timeouts, very less, it's less frequent. I mean, and to go back to a lot of people having judgment on how fast or slow you do things as a parent, like I wasn't a very young person when I had Lyric. I was 33 years old. You know what I mean? So I knew exactly what I wanted for life, what vision I had for things for myself and for my son. And I've also been through a lot of fucking frogs that I knew in five seconds, like nip. You are absolutely not, I don't want to say good enough for my son, but you weren't good enough for my son. Like the, I'm going to go ahead and say it. So for me, it, it goes back to that disgusting ass saying that's just so very true. When you know, you know. Mind you, none of the things that he has ever taken the initiative to do for Lyric were from me. Were prompted, you need to do this, you need to do that, da 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 Nothing. He just took with the path or permissions, if you want to call it that, that I gave him and expanded upon it. He tends to buy Lyric toys that are noisier than I would love, but I think that it's beautiful the way that he has embraced my son as if he's an extension of me. I think that's my biggest piece of advice to anybody that's, you know, on on the fence about whether or not to include your children in this person's life. Because for me, I actually never realized just how much I wasn't able to give him until Marshall came along. And ha ha ha, again, hold the phone before y'all start hating on me because I have a point. I just mean for my son, he was craving this everyday male bond. Now, again, not trying to replace anybody, not trying to be anything that Marshall is not, but let's just face it. I was a single mom. Grandpa MM is in Florida. You know what I mean? Relatives were everywhere but here. So that everyday bond, my son was craving that. And that, that almost hurts me to admit as the mom that tries to be like fucking super mom every single day. But that was just true. And now I feel like we are incredibly, period, y'all. I did not want to cry. I feel incredibly blessed that you're here because I've just witnessed how much he laughs and smiles around you. And like, you know, you teach him things that I just don't have in me to teach. And you have probably more patience than I do. I mean, that's probably given way to the fact that I was three years on my own with this shit, you know, from stitches in my asshole to breastfeeding (laughs) and, you know, potty training and all that stuff I think that you coming in as like a wingman to me I guess that's the best way that I can describe it is that your your patience with him is even greater than mine and I don't know if that's something like you learned on the job or what that is because you didn't grow up patient no according to your mother you weren't I mean I guess it's something that is definitely developed and it's been a lot of personal development the past three years with Rocky Roads at work and personal life and everything else kind of uh, you grow from it. But I think ultimately, you know, anyone out there in deciding when the time is right or anything like that, I think it comes down to a person's intent. Mm-hmm. Is their intent to basically use the kid as a pawn Ugh. to then build a relationship with you? Or mm-hmm. is their intent pure where they actually want to form a bond with a kid and build something together. And I think that's yeah. the difference. I mean, one of the biggest deciding factors, too, that just popped in my head is the first time I ever went over to her, this is such a sick trick that I do with people, but, but that, that thing about pictures telling a thousand words is absolutely true. So the first time I ever went to his house, I think it was like date two, possibly. And I, I, <laughs> I scoured your fridge for pictures because I was like, I want to see who this person is. Like, you know, you go into my house, there's pictures of my mom, thousand pictures of Lyric everywhere, a couple of pictures of friends, whatever. You can tell. 
like seven pictures of his godson. Legit. There's like there are a couple pictures of his friends that are getting married on the fridge. Like typical guy dude house. You go in, have the most sad little Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life. Spotless house. It actually grew a foot from last year. It's a it's, three foot Charlie it, Brown. It's terrible. And it's going to change next year. I love you. But le- legit, maybe 10 pictures in the whole house. And I want to say like seven were of his godson Aiden. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Cool. I was like, well, who's that? You're like my godson. And I was like, you know, for somebody that to give you that responsibility and you're not blood wise family, which I hate that, but it's just true. That means something. And not just any picture like, hey, I'm, you know, with him, like the picture of you with your big old truck that you had gotten Aiden a mini version, the picture of you guys in the pool together, the pictures of you doing and teaching things. I took a mental note. Did I ever tell you that? No, but he, they did tell me the picture of us flexing in the pool. He took it to school and got some prize for no, it. You see? I just, I, I, like, those are things that I very much paid attention to. It was, it was huge for me to be around somebody that cared and was able to be around kids. Cause I'm sorry, either, you know, you grow to be that way because you are, you gave birth to these children, you're around kids all the time, or sometimes it's a struggle. And I don't know that I had it in me to like teach somebody how to be a parent. I know that's terrible. That's awful, but I'm not a patient person by any means. You <laughs> shut the fuck up, <laughs> and I don't, I don't I, like. It's awful, honestly. I I know that that's a fault of mine, but I. <sighs> Long time somebody else said to me, you know, Riley, you need somebody that fits into your world, and that sounds incredibly selfish, but it was true because the way that it was with me, the way that the wheels were in motion, I was a single mom. I I am the breadwinner of my son's life. I have an extremely demanding career that I actually actually happen to love, and it's just as much a part of me as everything else. I needed to someone needed to someone needed someone to be able to step into my life and compliment it. Same way that I had to do that for them. But I tried a couple of times in spaces where someone was in different points in their life or it just wasn't going to work. Like I needed somebody that was ready for all that. God bless you. <laughs> I'm here. Because <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know that it's, it's no easy feat sometimes dealing with me. It is a daily. It's definitely not a struggle. It's, I, it's, I, w- I would say it's more of a journey. Oh, my God. That's like the PC answer for I'm in hell. Help me. I'm no, joking. No. I'm joking. We like to play with each other, you guys. <laughs> we sound like assholes, but um, I'm trying to think like whatever other pieces of advice that I could give in terms of like, like what advice would you give aside from, you know, accepting that it's a package deal? Like, do you ever feel reserved with Lyric? Like you can't be yourself around the whole situation? No, not at all. I mean, I think like our first big bonding moment was the first time I was, I was using baby wipes. When you changed his ass because I had to go get my okay. So the first time he ever, <laughs> the first time he ever watched lyric was like a desperate situation. So I had a crowned tooth that fell out, y'all. I talk for a living, so I'd gotten through the show that day, and I was like, I, I this like the nerve was exposed. So it was like it had to be this afternoon. I called my dentist. She's like, we can get you in at like I think it was like three or four o'clock. I was like. Oh my god! I I called him basically in tears because it fucking hurt. I mean, and I like I said, when you talk for a living, you feel that shit every 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 minute of the day of your job. So he's like, "I got him. I'll watch him. It's fine." I'm like, "Oh my god, shit! Oh my god!" He usually poops around like five o'clock. 
I was scared and I was like, okay. I laid out his food for him. I was like, here's what's happening. Okay, here we go. And I came home and sure enough, Lyric shat himself. Like one of the explosive duties that is. <laughs> it's like jarring to a human being that isn't around it all of the time. Because with Aiden, you, your, your godson, you'd change diapers, but not like that. I don't feel like. I don't think I ever did. No way. It was like I got the best parts minus the temper tantrums. <laughs> ew, ew, so ew. I didn't have to deal with any of that. I got like the fun and then, oh, something's happening. All right. And hand them back. Go to your mom or dad, you know? No mas. And then come back 10 minutes later. I mean, this is another thing that I want to point out that I think is beautiful and something that just happens. It's not something that can be forced. I want to, I want to definitely say that you can't force somebody into caring you can't force somebody into stepping into a role that's not their responsibility to step into but they do it out of love um again you can't you just you just can't force it don't try because it won't work it's just not going to happen when somebody's going to resent somebody someday whether it's him resenting you or papa's when it's the you know ma like the new woman coming in somebody's going to resent somebody the kid's going to resent you if it works and you think that it's going to be a great relationship, go with it. I don't, you know, some people might smack me for that advice because just because it just worked that well for me doesn't mean there's not freaking crazy ass people out there. Dirty John, hello. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it because it freaked the fuck out of me. But I would just say like, you know, if, if, if it's working for you, then try. Go with it. I'm not saying if you did it once and it didn't work. To bring in the next Tom or Harry and then try that again. Yeah, well, I, I think it's it comes down to this. I mean, look at society. You're being sold something every time you turn around the corner. So know if you're being sold, you know, it should end of the deal of this is like fake intent. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell if they're being genuine, if they're asking, are they being authentic? Are they actually taking interest in care? And I think for me, that was something that it just it just came natural just because of how you are and I wanted to be a part of that. And I think, you know, aside from wiping his ass for the first time, <laughs> the thing that really got me was the one night, it was the first time like I went to go to the gym and he was at the gate crying for me. I that died. He, that he didn't want me to go. And I think at that point then that kind of solidified the role I was coming into mm-hmm. and the relationship that we had started to build. So, you know, uh, like for me, like and everyone's going to be different, but I think it's pretty much that. Like no... If you're asking yourself a million questions of, is this right? Is this right? You, you probably know the answer run. to that. Fucking you know, run. Run. Abort but the message. If, if it's one of those things where like you can tell they're genuinely interested and you know you're not being sold something, you're not being told what you want to hear, but it's actually real, I think that's I think that's kind of the thing. And I don't think you can really put a time, mm-hmm. time stamp on that. Yeah. And I also think in this situation, like, uh, what's that saying? Like, time is money. I always believe in this shit because I'll take somebody's time over like gifts any day in terms of that. Because, yes, it's wonderful if you've got a guy that wants to shower the kid with gifts or do these big grandiose things. But if you've got a guy that is willing to actually sit back and teach your kid how to do something that they are passionate about and wants to pass that on or give a piece of knowledge or read a bedtime story or wipe their ass. That to me is such a big indicator because gifts are great. Like I said, he gives them the most annoying toys ever, but Lyric loves it, so I deal with it. There's also some valuable toys in those books. Yeah, you're right. But the beauty in those books that you gave him is there's a lesson to be learned. It's not just the noisy ass police car with the remote control that you gave him. I love you. He does love police cars. (sighs) He does love his police cars and he loves that toy that you gave him and the walkie talkies that are loud AF. 
but well, I still love you for it. Well, I gave you a break because I told him we needed to change the battery. So it was charging for the past like three months Thank and I just God. gave it back to him now. I'm such an evil <laughs> mother. I hate noisy toys. But that's just the beauty about being a boy and having another boy Don't around. interrupt that Bravo. No, ever. We'll get to that. Listen. <laughs> so, okay, you guys, I'm not going to keep this one super long. Hopefully we gave you a little bit of insight into like, you know, what our journey was with the whole introducing of the mini because it's tricky. Um, I think we want to try and do this once a month. This whole like relationshipy podcasty thingy because like I always tell you guys I like to keep it real and Marshall has now become one of the realest things in my life so if you guys want to hear it I'd love to share it and I also want to hear it like um, some more about your guys's journey into introducing the kiddos some pe- some of you guys that have like you know maybe done it at an older age or a younger age did it work out what worked for you because I would love to like you know share you can hit me up on social at Riley Couture um, that's Instagram Facebook and Twitter. And then uh, Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Shout out to our new Spotify listeners because you guys didn't know we're on Spotify now. So you can find the Really Riley podcast there, too. But back to my OG space to find me. I would love it if you guys would subscribe to this in the iHeartRadio app. If you guys like what you hear, give it a like. Be your best friend. And yeah, thank you, babe, for coming in and uh, chatting with me. Absolutely. Petty time. (laughs) Yes, we're going to go get petties. <laughs> you guys, also, I want to know, like, what one more thing before we go, what you guys would want to hear in terms of the relationship podcast. Like, do you want to hear about us getting many petties together? Do you want to hear about workouts together? Do you want to hear about, you know, things that we fight over? I bet you any money people are going to want to hear that. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you guys so much for listening. It's really Riley. 